for your love, your goodness, your faithfulness to each one of us. And as you draw us to come and study your word, Lord, especially the meanings and revelations from your Hebrew letters. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, but in demonstration of your power and your faith, that the, the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, praise the Lord uh, for Noel's uh, update or more understanding. We are doing revelations from the Hebrew alphabets, uh, altogether 22 alphabets, and we are today at the 21st alphabet already. Okay, but it is not an intellectual academic way of studying the alphabets or studying this language, because the Hebrew language is God's language, has power inside it, has life inside. Main thing is the life and the power. Okay, because Hebrews 4.12 says that God's word is active, is alive, is quick, right? It's full of energy, using the words of, uh, actually, it's full of dynamis. That means even if we don't study Hebrew, as long as we get what God is saying, and we apply it in our lives, and we believe God's word, it is active. It's alive, okay? And it can create miracles. It can do the normal, the things that normal human being cannot do. For example, overcoming uh, our, our flesh, right? Miracles, receiving things that God only can do, okay? So, but learning the Hebrew alphabets, because God has put so much in the Hebrew letters, and that's how he created this universe. <clears throat> Learning them help us to have a deeper understanding and relationship with the living God that the Jews had. So Hebrew language was the language of the Jewish people. All right? Yes, the Bible was written, Old Testament in Hebrew, New Testament in Greek, and all the other languages are all translations, okay? So that means when you translate, sometimes you miss out certain things, okay? So like even uh, we speak English and someone translate in another, uh, in another language, we'll miss out a few things, okay? So when we go, are we able to go and study the original language, especially the language that God used, to create this universe and to bring about the, the, the physical from the spiritual realm. How wonderful when we study it in depth. So it is not going to a, a college or university to study French, Spanish, Japanese, okay, whereby we just learn the academic, the intellectual part. But this is God's word. It's alive. It's able to divide between bone and marrow, soul and spirit, is able to bring resurrection life to us while we are living on this planet Earth. Okay, so that's why the more we study, the more we understand, it's supposed to bring us closer to God. 
not to say, okay, now I understand Hebrew letters or I know Hebrew letters from Aleph to Tav. And so, so what? <laughs> so what? Okay, so what if our life never transformed? And you know from uh, Genesis to Revelation, Hebrew and Greek, so what? Okay, people can go to Bible school or anywhere and learn the whole Bible and they can come out having absolutely no faith in God. Why? Because you learn from your intellect, from your, your academic, just the mind alone. Not to say that the mind is no good, but the mind was not born again. Okay, so for Noel, it's basically first you need to understand we are three-part being. All right, all of us were made three-part being. Again, everyone need to catch this, yeah? Even those who have heard this many, many times, catch it in your spirit and then when you speak it out, it comes from your spirit. No more looking in the sky <laughs> to get the information and draw from your mind, okay? Catch it in your spirit. You are three-part being. That's it. That's what the Bible says. You are made in the image of God. You are spirit, soul, and body. Right? And what does your spirit? Is your spirit? Is your is the, the breath of God that God breathed into you? Right? When Adam fell, man's spirit died. The light disappeared. When you know the spirit just died, means no more communication with him. Cannot communicate with God. Whereas in the beginning. Yeah, God's intention and purpose was to dwell with man and fellowship with man. That's why we studied Aleph, Bet, Gimel. Okay, where God is the source of everything in this universe, source of life, source of your finances, your money, source of health, source of everything. So basically, in this world, you have God, the kingdom of God, and you have earth or heaven and earth, which is the spiritual realm and the physical realm. So how can, when, when Adam sinned and man all died, spiritual death, right? What happened? They lost that understanding and the communication with the divine God, the creator of this universe. Therefore, they have no understanding anything about anything that's spiritual. All our decisions and conclusions were made from five senses. When we feel hot, they say, touch the head, fever. And the doctor from the information of the world or the medical world is confirmed or is said that you're having fever. And then you conclude, I'm having fever. Right? In the financial aspect, if you only have 10 ringgit, that's all your life. That's all you have. You call, you call yourself a poor man or a poor woman because that's how the world defines it. And based on what you have, you are poor according to what the world says and your five senses. But in the spiritual realm, are we poor? Until we realize that verse 2 Corinthians 8, 9 that says that Jesus who was rich see the grace of God, became poor that we through his poverty might become rich. So what is that? You all may know this in the head and able to quote it, but it is a word of life for the spirit to tell you that your spirit is rich, that you have been born again rich first 
And this rich is talking about wealth, right? So which means that in the spirit, we don't have only the $10, but we have access to all the wealth of heaven. But how many can catch this? Because many are still in the physical realm. Where what I see is what I believe. What I see is what I am. What I hear is what I believe and what I am. But when we come to God's word, we realize the day when we say, Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior, that moment, something happened, Ezekiel 36, whereby you've got to cut the old spirit, not the old mind. Huh? God took out the old spirit and gave us a new spirit, took out the old heart. That is all inside that you cannot see. Okay? And gave us a new heart to be able now, with the help of the Holy Spirit, that's why we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to understand God again, if we continue to study the Word of God. Because this new spirit man does not feed on roti chanai, or rice, or bread. <laughs> which is the food for your physical man. So if we don't realize that now you're born again and you need a different type of food to grow, the believer, the Christian, maybe 20 years go to church, but that spirit man never grew because you didn't give the spirit man the food that is meant for spirit man grow. We keep on giving physical food and soulish food, which is more and more education from the world, more and more mindset of the world, how to succeed, how to be prosperous, how to, you know. So what do we have? A mind that has a lot of knowledge, which is called worldly wisdom, and a body that is still controlled by five senses. What we see, what we hear, what we touch, what we feel, what we taste with our five senses. Therefore, the new believer in the realm of the spirit or living on this planet live in defeat instead of victory because the victory in Christ comes from the spiritual realm. It does not come from the physical realm. So the physical realm, we build our muscles. We can fight uh, someone who is double your size <laughs> okay if you have muscles but when you come to a demonic spirit the muscles cannot work anymore <laughs> right because flesh the body cannot fight against the spirit so that's where we have what where is the conquering part in this area it is your spirit man right that is built and developed and then you are able to fight against all the forces in the spiritual realm. Even a lie. Today, the devil, we need to know, has been defeated, but he's still moving around. How? He's not appearing in a body with two horns and then say, hey, Elijah, hello, I am the devil. I've come to kill you. No. How does he kill us? How does he make a believer a victim instead of a victor? By lying by the, all the wrong thoughts that he put in the mind of, his, of the people of God. 
and the people of God. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome all these thoughts. You know, open door, open door to the having all the thoughts of the world, which is initiated from the devil, of course, because he's the enemy of God. He has no power to put sickness on us. He has no power to put poverty on us, except to put those thoughts in us so that we will be ignorant of God's word, ignorant of your rights and privileges in Christ, of who you are in Christ, and then you begin to follow what the thoughts say. Oh, the devil is greater than you are. Uh, then you say, yeah, law. <laughs> in check, actually, we are saying a lot of amen to the devil's words. And then when it comes to amen to God's word, <laughs> we think again, want to say amen or not? <laughs> right, but God's word, we every day, amen. <laughs> he said, okay, you are not worthy. Okay, you are not capable. You are, you know, all the, all the negative and the wrong things against God. And we say amen all the time without using the word amen. We are agreeing to what the devil is saying because we don't even know what is the truth. Because Jesus said, unless you know the truth, right? The truth only can set you free. But many believers are still living ignorant of the truth. So that's why the developing of the hidden man of the heart is to put God's word, which is the truth, into our spirit. And from there, the spirit man, the new heart, will start making decisions, will start making conclusions from above. Instead of all the time making decisions, and conclusions from five senses or what the world teach us. That's when the maturity start to take place. Level to level is level of maturity. What kind of maturity? Spiritual maturity, right? Both in character, right? Not trying to be like Jesus, not trying to be like God, but understanding that we, our spirit man was already initially originally made in the image of God that is why all the letters are telling us I left back and all that yeah the doorway is Jesus we are all made we are now have Jesus the door to enter in the dialect and in the head into the spiritual realm which is the eternal realm because this earth will pass away our life we cannot live more than the most 120 right because of sin so there's no human being that can hold on to this physical world forever, for eternity. But it's only your spirit man that will live forever. And the sad part is, if someone who doesn't know Jesus will probably spend eternity in hell. Yeah, so we are grateful that we are saved and we can spend eternity in heaven with Jesus. Is that the purpose of life, of why you were born again, just to make sure you get to heaven? And then on this earth, we make conclusions, decisions, all from the flesh, all from the physical realm, all from five senses and what, what the world tells us. For those of you who are 20 and above, 20 and then you receive the Lord or you just come to start to build your spirit man. Can you imagine 20 years? 30 years, 40 years, years, huh? not days. <laughs> Even you go for a course, three days course. If it's very uh, intense, you come up already sort of brainwashed already. 
you begin to think the, the what the mentor teach you already. Even one hour can do a lot of damage to our belief system. Yeah. If we don't keep on feeding God's word, or if the best is don't listen to anything, any world wisdom of life, of how to live your life, other than from God's word. Because then you haywire is here. The mind meditate and heard God's word. Today, hear God's word, <laughs> what God say. Tomorrow, hear what the world say. A lot of confusion and more and harder. All right? But if we keep just meditating and listening to God intensively every day, that's why Joshua 1.8 said, meditate on my word day and night that you may observe to do all that is written in it according to God's word, God's way, that you may be successful. It's as simple as that. But yet, man cannot catch it. It's like, why people still not meditating on God's word, still not going into God's word day by day, day daily, daily? That means the spirit cannot catch. What's wrong with the spirit? <laughs> Very baby spirit. Okay, So cannot catch revelation, cannot get the, the spirit. That's why you need the fivefold ministry to keep on and on. You know, coming after you to get into the word. Because when you hear the word, that's why when you listen to faith messages, that means God's message of life, that day faith will come into you. Okay, today you will believe. Okay, when you hear a message on tithing or, 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 or healing, wow, that after hearing that one, Today, you feel like you're on top of the world. <laughs> All right. You can be, you know, can, uh, can uh, believe God for everything, for your healing, for your finances, for everything. And then tomorrow, day after, and the day, and the next day, next day, why the faith drop already? Ayah. Can or not, one? Uh? <laughs> what happened to the faith level? Drop, 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 drop. Because you are not eating and the correct the, the spirit man is being starved and then who else is ruling because there are only three parties inside you <laughs> election three parties always the spirit man is voted out one until you begin to see how how important is that spirit man to be built up so that your spirit man and your heart is the one making decisions faith to faith is the life of the righteous. Not faith to fear, and then sometimes fear, sometimes faith. No. So the maturity that we are talking about in the alphabets, Aleph until Tav, is a maturity in the spirit, able to rule over the mind, able to rule over five senses, able to make decisions from the word of God, the way of God doing and therefore, this verse will come to reality as Jesus is, so are we in this world. Many can quote this, but then in many situations in life, you can see the situation and say that is not actually the way how Jesus would do, <laughs> would react. But then there is a verse as Jesus is, so are we. So is that real or not? So many times it will come 
and your walk and journey on this earth. The challenge will be to believe God's word or to believe what we used to believe. Actually, the devil's lie, which is the world wisdom. It will face you every day. But if you have never even hardly put God's word in, there is no challenge at all. <laughs> okay, And the devil is not interested in you either. Okay, He will just play around with your life. Every day give you problems. Problems in your family, problems in your finances, problems everywhere. So instead of being doing what Jesus did and greater things, you are every day trying to solve your problem based on human wisdom. Until you decide to build your spirit man, you begin to rise up into a higher level of maturity. And then the devil is scared of you instead of you scared of the devil. Right? Because as Jesus is, Jesus was never scared of the devil. He already defeated the devil 2,000 years ago. It's already done in the spirit realm. It's only believers whether have that understanding of what is done, who is God, and in the Aleph that we learn who really God is, not mentally. Eh? Remember, catch the spirit of it. The Jews, I said this many times, have a, an awesome experience. Of course, not all of that. Today's generation passed uh, no more from uh, uh, Moses who saw all the miracles and all that. So you say, oh, Okay, they were Jews, so they actually saw the parting of the Red Sea. Of course, they can believe they are God. But what about the generations after that? But they are still believing they are God. The rabbis, right, in Judaism, what? They're saying that the custom of the Jews, they pass on the Torah, the instructions to their children. Their children, they don't allow their children to hear the rubbish of the world. They put their children to make sure they listen to the Torah and make sure they remember what the Torah and what they are, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and who is the God of Jacob, Israel, and what the mighty things that they did are being passed from generation to generation to generation. So even though the Jews today may not see those miracles that happened during the time of Moses, Abraham, who else, all the, the prophets, Elijah, Elisha, and so forth, they know it. And then recognize and reverence and fear their God, that this is their God. And what about the hidden nations around? Right? So they honor their God with all the instructions. They obey, yes, and they receive results as well. Amazing because God promises will never go back to him empty. And then what happened? They become a light to the nations. God promised them prosperity. God promised them he will pour out, open the windows of heaven and pour out such blessing. They will be the head and not the tail. They will be the owners, the bankers and not the customer. <laughs> They own restaurants, they own businesses, right? None feeble as long as they follow the Torah. Of course, today, the Messiah is Jesus Christ came, right? That's why Jesus' second coming, God will turn back to the Jews. But their Jews recognize a great God and so do the Gentile nation. The Gentile nations around, what, Iran, Iraq, and all that. They're trying to get rid of Israel. 
And if Israel disappeared from the map, that means they conquer Israel. You see how you conquer uh, states, right? You have a war and you take over the government, you take over everything, and then you can change the name of the country, right? So if there's no more Israel, it means there's no more God, the God of Israel. But it will never happen. For a time, they were dispersed because of their disobedience. There was no Israel, right? After they, after they uh, crucified Jesus. But God promised to bring them back. So if you live at that time where there was no Israel, you will say, oh, there's a prophecy. If you read the Bible, that Israel will come back. And then, didn't happen. But God is true to his word. So in 1948, Israel became back a nation. According to God's word. Then 1967, got back the Golan Heights. I think in six days. All according to Bible prophecy. So the Jews are well aware of their God. I'm not saying every single Jew, right? There will be some who, you know. But God, the God of the Jews, the world recognized, and the Jewish nation recognized how powerful, how real is their God. They are looking for the second coming of Jesus, going to build the second, the third temple. And what happened to the Gentile believers, which is the church? Not even looking. <laughs> Still living the life on this earth as if there is no God. Very sad, right? The Jews are, you know, when you today you, you come to the almost the end of time, 6,000 uh, 6, years ending to the millennium of 1,000 years millennium. And the Jews are all excited, waiting for the Messiah. Some of them born again. Of course, they will be with the rapture, with the church. But those who are not, born again, this looking for the Messiah and this time, the Messiah will come as king of kings, no more as the baby, and all eye will see him. But the Jews are looking because they believe in, a, in their God. Their God from Adam, from Abraham, all the Torah has told them about their God has been brought from their, to their children, children. And then what happened to the church? The grace of God yeah, because we don't deserve, we are no covenant people. But the Bible says that in God's grace, God turned his love to the Gentile nations who had no God, no covenant, no privilege, no nothing. But through that undeserved favor, he came for you, Noel. He came for me, for Evelyn, for Elsa, for every one of you. And Jesus died on the cross. So that the Gentile nation as well, and whoever would believe him, would receive eternal life and will not be punished. But that means what? What does it mean when you believe in Jesus and you receive eternal life? It means you have a relationship with a living God. You have a relationship. It's not a, a religion whereby, okay, you, you do this, one, two, three, four, five, six, and you will go to heaven. No, it says that we'll be reconciled to Abba, to Daddy. So that day, 
you receive Jesus. That's why we have those scriptures in Romans 8, 15, in John 1, 12, that says when you receive the Lord, you have every right to become a child of God. Is this still a mental assenting? I'm a child of God, but who is God? Where is God? After that, <laughs> don't really bother. Right? So we live our life as like orphans. No God, no, not K-N-O, no, don't have, right? But we have religion. We go to church every Sunday. We don't miss one. <laughs> so you are a church goer, not a child of God. In the experience, right? In reality, you have become a child of God. But in experience, you are just a church goer because you have no understanding at all of the spiritual realm of the. And you have a father. You have God of the Jews who is so real to them because they study the Torah. It's not that the Jews have an experience of God because God kept appearing to them <laughs> in the physical realm. No, because they study the Torah. The, the, the Torah is brought down from generation to generation. They don't need angels to appear to them anymore. They just believe because this is the his, their history. And then what happened to the church? All right, that is the church need to wake up, which is the body of Christ, to come back into their sonship and having that experience with the real God, the real Father, Alep, the source of creation of everything that belongs that are in this physical world. So that Jesus in Ephesians 5 says that he will come back to a glorious church, the grand rapture, it's not just picking all these poor people, very <laughs> kasian, you know, all saying rapture, rapture, Lord, a lot of Christians, I got a lot of problems, can you please rapture me up? The Christian is not meant to cry for rapture that way. <laughs> it was never taught that way. Rapture is an escape for those who don't know how to overcome in this world, who got a lot of problems and challenges in this world. I guess I'm preaching right today. <laughs> right? But because you all need to come to that reality of who God is, even as we learn the Hebrew alphabets, not intellectually. That God of the Jews is your God, the personal God that you can trust in more than 100% if there's such a thing. If 100% still not enough, more than 100%, so that God can reveal and manifest himself through you, Rebecca, through you, Hannah, and no more. God is outside that, that kind of experience and uh, mindset. When I need help, although God is gracious, he will still help us. But he draws people who are hungry and sometimes he allows things to happen in our lives so that we will come to him and live victoriously. Look in Revelations. It's the overcomers who will receive the crowns. Overcome what? Overcome all the challenges. Overcome the flesh. Overcome the devil. Overcome. And be able to go forth as what Jesus said. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, preach the gospel, make disciples of all nations, train and teach others of who they are, who their God is, just like the Jews, how they bring down the revelation of God from of the Torah, from, from their son, from the children to the next generation and to the next. 
if this it didn't pass down, then today the Jewish nation will not be waiting for second coming, will have no idea who is Messiah, who is their God, right? Yeah. But today, the, it seems the ignorant one is the church <laughs> who go to church <laughs> every day or at least once a week. But the church is supposed to go out to the world. The church is you and me, the believers. When will the believers rise up to their calling, to who they are and their mission and purpose on this earth? But first, start with building their spirit man and receiving God's word, seeing him through the lens of the word. The word is nothing else going to motivate you. It's not motivation class either. It is a life living class that we are having, where God's word becomes life to you. Faith comes in when you hear that living word of who your God is. And through the uh, Hebrew letters, we go deeper into a relationship, not into a head knowledge of the language. Into a relationship with your daddy, with your Abba, with your spiritual father or heavenly father that you will walk the rest of this time left on this earth as Christ did as more than conquerors and you understand what is his love what is his nature who he is why he asks us to do certain things and we just follow God's word and then we can lead others and we become shepherds sheep and shepherd at the same time Helping, this is the, the Ministry of Beauty for Ashes, yeah, which I preached last Sunday. That is for every one of us, God wants to help us, let us, or anoint us for one purpose. In fact, it's not for Beauty for Ashes. This ministry is for every church. Don't you think so? <laughs> yeah, because that's the Jesus ministry. But it's, of course, very privileged that God gave us this you know, but is isn't are we here on this earth to do our own thing, or we are here to do what Jesus did, right? And what did Jesus did? Isaiah sixty one, and when Jesus came, Isaiah sixty one is a prophecy of the uh, Isaiah of the coming Savior. When Jesus come, this is what he will do. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon him, and then when Jesus came, years later, and went into the temple to the synagogue. He, he asked them, he opened to the book of Isaiah and he read out Isaiah 61 and then he said, the spirit of the Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel, the Holy Spirit. And that's where in these alphabets, we also learn about the Holy Spirit. And it says, the Holy Spirit has come upon me. They come upon all of you already. <laughs> For what? <laughs> For what? Why do you want the Holy Spirit? Why do you want the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the filling of the Holy Spirit for what? To do what? <laughs> for power? <laughs> for power for what? <laughs> right? To do the ministry of Jesus, to heal, to preach the gospel, the good news, to set captives free. Those captives in their mind who have been... Uh, oppressed by the devil to set kept blind eyes open blind eyes there are not many people who are uh, physically blind in this world there is a certain number but not all so we are not 
necessary to go and find out those find those people who got this uh, blind defect and then set them free. What is Jesus talk, talking about? The majority of the human race is blind, spiritually blind. Cannot see who, who God is, who their creator is. It been led astray by the devil, going to fall into the drain already. And then this drain is very deep, as deep as hell itself. And then where are the ones who will, who will say, God, I want to learn. I want to grow and do the works of Jesus. I want to fulfill the work of God and not spend the rest of my life just fighting the little devils that are playing around my home or work or whatever. Yeah, you can say loudly, get out, kick out, and then start living your life and start serving God and setting others free, opening blind eyes. How can you open blind eyes if you do not have God's word in your heart? Because it's only God's word that can open and separate soul and spirit. That means that the, can differentiate between a lie and a truth. In order to set a person free, you must be able to tell them the truth. Because Jesus said, only the truth can set people free. That is how to open blind eyes. So if you yourself don't know the truth, the blind become blind, leading the blind, both drop into the ditch. Right? But when you have the truth, the truth is so powerful. What is the truth? The truth opens you up into the spiritual realm of exactly who you are, Rebecca, as a, a newborn again spirit of God. Yeah. So these are all the Jesus, the disciples were all spirit filled by the Holy Spirit. And they turn the world upside down. How? Not getting a bigger church. But they open blind eyes, getting people, snatching them from the kingdom of darkness, meaning what? From blindness. They were going their own way, doing their own things, ignorant of a living God. Until these disciples filled with the Holy Spirit as who you are today, chosen and picked by God. For in the last days, Joel's prophecy said, my spirit... I will pour down my spirit on my sons and daughters, on the maidens and handmaidens, and they shall prophesy, speak God's word powerfully. They shall dream dreams. They shall see visions. And that's what happened in the book of Acts, chapter 1, chapter 2. And the church started from that feeling of the Holy Spirit. The fire came down. And these people were powerful, not by their own might, not using their own wisdom. Okay, how do we grow this church? Huh? Have more parties, <laughs> have more cakes so that, you know, the children will come. And so it's not growing a church by our human thinking or wisdom, how to attract people. No, it's by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit real in you. And then using the wisdom of God. And where does it come from? Except from his word. It says come together. All right. In uh, Hebrews, in the last days, do not forsake the assembling of yourself together as you see the day approaching. Yeah, because many will be drawn away again, more and more into the world. Can't you see? The world has come into the church so much that the church is just another gathering, gathering of events. <laughs> events okay but there is no god there anymore the reality of god the love of god caring beyond your own the ahavas 
people are just selfish, including believers, not knowing their new nature is not selfish. That everything that we need already supplied by God when we trust Him and follow His ways. And the, our mission on this earth, all the lies of the devil, you just live, you know, have a job, have some money, and then have children, and then everything will be fine. Then wait for rapture. And you're not, you know, not a threat to the devil, Smith Wigglesworth, and all these men of God said, why the devil want to tempt you for what? <laughs> you're already, you know, just, just, just floating through this life. But God says he wants his people that is the goodness of God. To grow up, mature from one level, not just a left to tap, uh, which is the goodness of God, the letter, the grace of God. Wonderful. I believe 100% in the grace of God, which is because I know I don't deserve it. I know there's nothing good in me apart from Christ. It showed me that through my life. But that's where we go further. Don't stay at, okay, now and then experience the goodness of God, almost like saved by the skin of your teeth like that. <laughs> if it is not the goodness of God, a lot of Christians would be in worse state. But because of goodness of God, they still go through, you know, and still still under the protection, still got the grace, still got the mercy. And then that's where they go round and round and um, they are happy with that. But there are those who are willing to go further after that, Letter tag, after letter tag is what? Oops, I should be going into the this one already, right? <laughs> right? To maturity, okay? To the other letters where they have the lamet, learning and teaching. Okay, that's what Paul says. At such time in Hebrews uh, chapter 5 or 6, Telling the Hebrew, or is it uh, Paul? I'm not saying Paul wrote, but among all the scholars, if they feel that it's Paul who's the author. So generally, we will say the author of Hebrews. Okay. So what did he say? At such time when you ought to be teachers, you are still babes. <laughs> still are left to that. <laughs> such teachers have grown to lament already. They are able to look up themselves, look up, not look down. A lot look within, look up and learn more and more, not for head knowledge, right? After Lamed, then you go for other letters, which we will see. Today is the letter Shin. But let, let's look at this Aleph back, all the 22 alphabets. So you have done Aleph until, yeah, Tech. This, this particular rabbi put it in the three levels very interestingly, yeah, that. Yeah, which is good. You begin to see, yeah, God, acknowledge him as God. Yeah, Jesus came down Christmas time. <laughs> Jesus came as a baby. Oh, very happy, celebrate Christmas. Well, okay, be very careful. If the, until the message of Christ go out and no more. Today is Xmas already. Christmas, but sounds like Xmas because it has all the things without the real understanding of who Christ is. And then, bad, Jesus coming, God came in, come down to redeem man, or basically the purpose is to dwell with man, to fellowship with man. And then we have a little experience of that in our born again experience. Ah, oh, God is in my home now. 
So good, you know, suddenly everything changed. Instead of idols, you put the cross. <laughs> okay. So that, oh, okay, now Jesus dwells with us. Oh. Okay, with the revelation, it's much more than that. And then instead of praying to other things, you pray to God, to Jesus. So, Gimel, oh, yeah. And then it's experience, simple belief, simple faith, you experience some goodness of God. Of course, yeah, God is good. So, some blessings come in. Then you have Dalet, yeah, which is, you are the physical, you learn a little bit of Bible, go to church, learn a little bit of the, the, the spiritual of Jesus, of who God is. But after you come out from the door of the church, building, <laughs> you also come out from the spiritual realm. The door, right? <laughs> Set, right? Monday to Saturday, it's, we're back into this planet Earth. Sunday, we enter the door of Jesus and go into spiritual realm. <laughs> All right. But actually, it doesn't mean that. Dalet means the physical being able to get into the spiritual to stay there and to learn from there. Jesus being that door for us to enter the spiritual realm, which is our realm, meant for every new creation, believer, child, son, and daughter of God. We are not meant to live in this world, in the physical realm all the time, not understanding who we really are. Then you have the hey, which is the spirit of God. Breathe into us. Also, the Holy Spirit, right? The, we live by the, led by the spirit, not by our flesh. It's the grace as well, but basically it's the spirit mainly of God. Vav, Zayin, and so forth. Cat, another doorway. More into, as we learn, more into the this realm of the spirit. Where we are more than conquerors. How? The what, the why, and the what, what, why, and the how. So some don't even know the what yet. So that's where we need to learn what. What is in this spiritual realm? <laughs> Who are you? Who is God? And then why? Why did God make you? Why did God put you outside to this world? Why did God put you here? Have you ever asked? Or we just run through life, let the devil tell us what, what to do, what to where to go, go to work, come back from work, and then me, my family. That is just a, a caption. There's nothing personal, right? All preachers will use this phrase. Me, my 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 family, my dog, and my cat. <laughs> because a lot of people got pets. So it's nothing personal. It's just this is the life that we live on this earth. And just let it let time pass until we stand before God one day. <laughs> and then get a shock. Oh, there is a spiritual realm. Look at the grace of God. Yeah? So, Zayin is the word of God. Getting sharper and sharper. It's the sword. Where not only we learn the Lamet, learning God's spiritual ways through the word, now the word is coming deep into our hearts. It's able to cut. Able to cut off the flesh. Able to even, until we go to the second part, as we go deeper and deeper, so many things, so many wonderful Letters, the man is the river, the word of God. Again, those people who those believers who are going to go deeper in the word, because all these letters from Lamet onwards is the word, the word, the word, the word. And how many believers today have no word? Very little word. 
That's why they cannot go to maturity and have no very little truth. And very little, no word means no faith. No faith means no action. No action means no manifestation. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So that's why there is only fivefold. <laughs> what happened to the, the rest, the 1,000, 20,000 people who got saved? Why only a few are pastors, leaders, and the rest are just mad, mad? <laughs> what, what, what? Lost. What, what, what? Lost. Because no word. No mind of Christ inside. Technically all done in the spirit, but experientially, it depends. It's just like you you have a child and want the child to grow. You, you feed them with physical food. But if they don't want to eat, do you open the mouth and force the food inside? Unless they are dying, you probably do that. Or through uh, you know the drip. But the spirit where no one can see, which is the hidden man of the heart. That's why Peter calls it the hidden hand of hidden man, hidden from your five senses. And we don't feed this and don't build this spirit man. The food, remember, the food for the spirit man is the living word of God. Not only the revelation from the teachings, but from your daily meditation, which is speaking aloud to yourself. The personalized or even not personalized, but if you speak aloud, the Holy Spirit will be able to bring forth faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. If we don't believe in this, that's what we are not really eating. We are just having the brain taking the word, the way we study English, the way we study geography, mathematics. We are just feeding the mind. Because God has his own way of feeding the spirit and he tells us it's by meditation, by confession, by speaking. If we refuse to do it, you will experience just here and there a bit of God's goodness and grace. But you cannot be one who will be a teacher or imparting to others, the disciple, the one who train others. Train others in what? How you want to train others to be matured? How? The man of God is the specialist in the word of God. That's it. The doctor is specialist. He studied all the medication, the, the, the intellectual knowledge about medicine and so forth. What other profession? The accountant study all the accounting to be a specialist in accountancy and so many other professions. The man and woman of God it's not one who is able to speak word of God, Bible verses from the head, but from the heart where God's word is manifested. There is transformation. Today we are going into a word, the fire letter. Actually, every letter transforms lives because God's word is alive. Changes, but more this letter shin because it's a fire letter. If you go through a fire, and you get burned by the fire. Fire can destroy. Fire can also give energy. That is the good and the bad. But the destroy will come out different shape, right? <laughs> Put your handphone inside the fire and see what shape will come out. <laughs> will be different shape. Fire changes things. Even a human being, right? You got burned in a fire. You can see the whole need uh need some. 
operation and all that, there will be scars, the shape change, the face change, right? Whichever part that is burned change. So how transformation takes place in our lives is when the fire of God comes through and you'll see a little bit more of this letter Shin. Okay, so we are finishing uh, to the 21st letter today. So a little recap. The Hebrew language is interweaved. This is from a rabbi, but I will just explain it and pick up only main points. So the words are connected and related to other words, which makes this a unique language. Okay, so the first thing that you catch in your spirit when you started this together with me, I left that. What is the first thing that you get? To realize that the Hebrew language is different from A, B, C, D, E, F, G, or Japanese or Korean, the way you will go to uh, a class to study Japanese or study Spanish or French. You need to get this deep in our spirit first. Otherwise, why are you continuing to study the Hebrew language? Many people just do it because the pastor is teaching. <laughs> and then after the session finished, they also give back all to the pastor. Same like the school, right? When the school teach us, the teachers when we were in primary and secondary, what we call after come out from school, we give back to the teacher. Have you heard this phrase? <laughs> give back. We give back to the teacher. Okay. Are you hearing? Can still hear? Ah, okay, because I saw something up there. Right? So when we learn God's word, we do not want to give back to the teacher. <laughs> I don't want to take that. Okay, you want to receive it into your spirit. And the first revelation you need to get is that the Hebrew language is different. It is, brings you to a revelation, a relationship, a fellowship with Almighty God. El Shaddai, the God of the Jews today, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is the God, your God too. And now in your mind, you may say, oh, I cannot, I cannot comprehend. <laughs> because uh, when we read about Abraham, Isaac, wow, their God is very powerful. Then come back to your own life. My God is like sleeping like that. <laughs> I have to cry so loud for him to help me. So understand this. Why the Hebrew language is first, they're connected, is unique. Yahweh chose to communicate with man using two different mediums, but they both are related through the letters Kuf Lamet, which are sound and lights. So the word of God got sound. That's why we are to speak it out. Speak it out. Not confess your sin, but confess Jesus as Lord even at the born-again experience, is speaking out. Of course, you believe in your heart first. And then you speak out with your mouth. That is conversion. Yeah. So, it's got sound. Because God said, let there be light. We went through that in the uh, earlier letters. That's how God created. Ehi or, which is the Hebrew language. What we have is the translation in English. But God spoke in Hebrew, God spoke. All right, and what happened? There was light. The two elements, what sound and light came into this world and brought the creation. So, sound relates to words, hearing. Actually, I wasn't really following. 
let the Holy Spirit just lead to help you all to understand. Yeah, it leads to words. I already talked about it earlier <laughs> without even looking at it. See, the Holy Spirit wants you all to understand words, hearing, hearing. Faith comes by hearing. You want to live a life on this earth that is supernatural. It means a life of faith. Everything that is not of faith is not of God. So simple. That means if we do something which we don't need faith, it's not of, not of God. I mean, it's just common sense logic for you to survive on this earth. But you want to move the way God moves, it has to follow the way God, God's word say, And which is action before the manifestation. It means I believe what God say first, I act upon it first, and then the manifestation comes. That is faith. If we do something, we wait first. Okay, I want to tie or I want to give. I wait first for the money to come. <laughs> That's not faith at all. Because you're already acting, okay, I got 1,000, I can afford to give 100. That's not faith. But faith is, say, I'm believing you, God, what you say. I'm doing before not even using my mind to reason out. But the Holy Spirit will give us the wisdom, the leading, and the challenge of different ones. But remember, clearly the Bible says, the just are not ashamed. Romans uh, 5, 16, 17. I'm not ashamed, Paul says, of the gospel, which is the good news. The good news is all this. Jesus came. I left to talk. The beginning and the end. In between. The experiential, supernatural experience that every believer is supposed to have. On this earth, when they walk, the gospel is the power of God. But why are believers walking on this earth as if they have no power? <laughs> Only the power to eat and sleep <laughs> and go to work. And the harder they work, yes, the more money they get. That's probably the, the power that they have. But God is not talking about this natural power. He's talking about spirit power which is not our own, spiritual. The power to have our eyes open, the power to live in the supernatural realm while we are in this physical realm. To live above circumstances and not be a victim of circumstances. So it's the power of God unto salvation. What is the word salvation? In Hebrew? Anyone? I better stop a bit. You're not actually... After I ask question or answer wrong one. <laughs> What's the word um, uh, salvation in Hebrew? So, so. That is Greek. Greek. Yeah. See, need to catch, okay? I did it I many times already. So when listening to the word catch, the meaning as well as the, you know, the spirit, Yeshua is salvation. His name, Yeshua. We said that many times. We call Yeshua. Yeshua means salvation. And then Yeshua also has the shin inside. Okay, so this is not the first time I say correct. You've heard it before? Yeah, but didn't go inside, right? 
<laughs> if it go inside, you'll be able to say out straight away. It yeah, hit your heart. Okay, that is a, why is Yeshua salvation? Salvation in the Greek is sozo. That it means what? Deliverance, wholeness. Right? Safe in the spirit, safe soul, body, every part of you. If you need deliverance, you are delivered. You are delivered from the enemy. Delivered from sickness. That's inside salvation. Wholeness, wellness, well-being, all inside salvation. Mental deliverance, everything. That is salvation. Yeshua. So words. Okay? Listen to words. Be attentive to words. The man of God speaks the word of God. The prophet of God speaks the word of God. Not his own word. 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 W-O-R-D. Word. <laughs> okay. So if in the natural, you never bothered about words. I shared this before, right? If you work in a company or whatever, the main thing your boss will always scold you is, you never listen to what I say. I had a boss and I'm thankful for that uh, strict uh, job that I had for 14 years, that boss, which is he actually just give instruction in less than 10 words. And he mumble one. You must catch it. There is no, excuse me, uh, I didn't get it. Can you repeat? <laughs> out you go. <laughs> it will just make you fly out of the room. <laughs> Or he will say a, a word that uh, is not so nice. And then learn about words. If you follow wrong instruction, even the GPS tell you to turn right, you turn left. Also, you go wrong, wrong, wrong way already and waste a lot of time, right? Because we don't learn how to hear properly. And first, we don't even want to hear. Lazy. Root by five senses, the body that is always lazy. The mind, if possible, I don't want to think anything. I don't want to work for anybody. <laughs> no need to listen to instruction every day, sleep, eat, wake up. This is the body, the weakness of the body, right? But God said, I will turn around. If you will first pay attention, the most powerful thing that God has given us is the revelation of the word. If you will have the revelation, and it starts from having an awareness of words first. We are learning it in the letter pay. Yeah, that words, the speech, the gimel, even in the letter bet, because the pay has a bet inside. That's how God created. Having learned this, and then we still don't put it into practice, still don't have the urgency of meditation and confession, then something is. Wrong spirit man is sleeping. <laughs> okay? You need to wake up the spirit man and say, get, get it. Get this revelation that you want to have be a man of God's word, a man who speaks God's word. That's all the prophets did. Not speak other words, speak God's word. And if you cannot speak God's word from just extract from somebody posted one uh, or pastor post a phrase or someone uh, a verse and then you post back <laughs> for someone else. No, it has to be digested inside your spirit, your system first and then comes out, becomes life to you 
nourishment for yourself and then only for others. So pictures and images, sight, are found within the words as well. Probably today we cannot finish this. Maybe we'll just break into two. Within the word as well, every word picture has different elements, images that relates to other word pictures. So from word, you see pictures. What did Jesus say? What I hear my father say, I say. What I see my father do, I do. Hearing and seeing, but not with this physical eyes. Huh? Spirit eyes. Spirit eyes. So are your spirit, your spirit man hearing spirit words every day or man's words? Is your spirit seeing spirit things from the word of God? If you hear God's word, remember, or which whichever way the two letters are interrelated, which two letters are about uh, hearing and seeing? Oh, it should come up immediately. Eh? <laughs> Which two letters are about hearing, seeing, speaking? Ayin and pay. Spiritual eyes open. What you see. So how from God's word, there are a lot of images there. If we don't meditate, that's why meditation involves confession and visualization. Back to the beginning, <laughs> right? So meditation, if you just da 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 that's just chanting. And you didn't get anything. You may be able to memorize because memory. But Bible meditation which I covered is visualization, speaking the word. As you speak, you visualize. You begin to see images. That's why when you even through devotion, you read Bible. Can you see? Have you seen Jesus heal someone? Have you really seen he deliver? Have you seen the authority? Have you heard his words speaking as if he's speaking to you? Then it becomes life. You will do what Jesus did because Jesus told the, uh, the, the, the centurion whose servant was sick, right? That he came to Jesus and he said, my servant need healing. Then he was on the way, but he told, he told Jesus, I don't need you to come. You just speak the word and my servant will be healed. Where did, and Jesus said, wow, I've not found such great faith, even among the Jews. He was a Gentile. Because he said, I'm a person under authority. He was like in between one. Yeah, he has a commander above him and he has in his work uh, as a centurion and then he has people, soldiers under him. He said, I speak and they do. Therefore, I, ex I respect authority. You see, when we don't respect authority on this planet, we also don't respect authority of God. How we react to the physical world, sometimes we just carry it into the spiritual realm and therefore we don't see results. So he said, now he recognized Jesus is even greater than his captain. And he said, you are son of God. All you need to do is speak. Because he experienced the power of authority in his working life. And he put it to Jesus. 
And therefore, he had that respect for the man of God, for the son of God. You just need to speak. So faith is on both sides. If a person there can believe receiving from that part, whether in Singapore or anywhere else, yeah, I will speak and that it will happen because that person is receiving. But if a person who has no, no respect for words, then have to find another way. <laughs> Come physically. Okay. Okay. Because then the anointing will touch the person. Yeah. But why, why go for, you know, go for all. God works. The most powerful is his word. Listen to word of God. Yeah. There is no more time to develop into that man and woman of God. Quickly do. <clears throat> Word and light relates to pictures and images. If you want to be like Jesus, it's not trying to be like Jesus by controlling your temper or, you know, it is by meditation, by reading the word of God, by studying God's word and receiving the Holy Spirit, letting his anointing fill you because Paul says into the Ephesian church, do not be drunk with wine wherein it is excessive, but be filled. With the Holy Spirit. So with the word, the man, and the spirit. That is your training to be the man or woman of God. No other training. The way Jesus did it for the disciples is the same. Teach them. Teach them the kingdom of God. Keep on. And then until he, has, he went to the cross after three and a half years, they need to receive a... a, 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 a power <laughs> they have jesus words already now the holy spirit come through the baptism of the holy spirit so remember what the holy spirit come to do he come to remind you of what god said or what jesus said one of the things the work of the holy spirit in uh, john is that the holy spirit will remind you of all that i have said unto you so if you don't put god's word inside then what happened when you need Certain word, nothing come out. The <laughs> Holy Spirit wants to remind you, but cannot remind. So, so you, you all will probably remember more of, of me teaching you so you can remember what Pastor Stephanie said. At least something. La. <laughs> Better than nothing. <laughs> okay? But on your own, can you imagine? Besides the teachings, right? You on your own also meditate, confess until God's word becomes so deep inside you. Then at a certain situation, not only for yourself, for others, that word will be able to come out from you and the Holy Spirit will bring it to remembrance and the power of God can be manifested through you. Okay? So, where am I? One idea or one word or even one letter is like a stone cast into a pond creating ripples. This is interesting. Every ripple is related to the main source, but differ in frequency and amplitude, described as harmonics expressed in the medium of sound. Harmonics give a tone or note to its body and warmth, and in Hebrew, every idea linked to another through symbolism, gematria, word, imagery, or meanings give the word of Yahweh its warmth and depth through the Hebrew language. So when we study the Hebrew language, by the power of the Holy Spirit helping us, <clears throat> what happened? They're all connected. 
That's why you say, I left to top, I left back. All the letters are connected. And it's like a ripple effect. You just throw one stone and then right in the water, it will move. Yeah. So when we get one revelation, it will move to another revelation, move to another revelation of what? Revelation of who God is and bring us closer and closer to God. That's why we will live the way Jesus lived, walk as he walked, think as he thinks, speak as he speaks. Because one letter go move to another one. Right? It has this warmth. So do into your senses as well as the Hebrew language, all right, the revelations, you meditate and you get the revelation. It will move, it will, you will feel the warmth of God. It moves even into your physical realm. Your, your whole body, you know, when I was studying uh, beginning of this, uh, this one, I can feel the awesomeness of God just studying letter by letter more than before. That this God is so real, Yahweh. Yeah, but of course, don't depend on feelings. But what I mean is that you can experience it, right? It doesn't mean always look for the experience, okay? Don't always look for something to manifest in front of you, Jesus. Okay, but the word will bring forth that feeling at times. So when we move in the Holy Spirit, also learn this, this thing, or I just throw it in for you all. Yeah, there are times when you can feel the anointing and you really moving just by the anointing and you feel, wow, that's the anointing. But there are times it's just by faith. You just speak God's word and be healed and you don't feel, may not feel anything. Yet you believe in that word, it will happen. Harmonics give a tone or note to the body. Okay. Shin relates to light, right? Because it's a fire letter. Fire gives light. Being a representative as a fire, the source of light. Shin makes it possible to perceive these images through the medium of light or insight or dreams. So when we have Shin inside us, when Shin is working inside us, the letter Shin, we're able to see the spiritual realm. There is light coming off, coming out from us. Dreams and visions open up through this power letter Shin. Every letter has an effect. So those don't learn it intellectually. Okay, this is Shin. Shin means fire. No, let the power of Shin. That's why we need to spend some time to meditate. Okay, after learning, meditate a bit. And Lord, let the Holy Spirit bring the power of that particular alphabet that send, can send a ripple effect to all the other alphabets to have effect in your spirit and mind. Last week, the rash, fire in the mind also. Okay, every letter actually is a letter of fire because God is a consuming fire. So he speaks fire. <laughs> when the Holy Spirit comes, it's fire. You saw the tongues of fire on the people. It's fire. Without fire, there is no passion. There is no power, right? There's no electricity. There's no warmth. We need fire controlled way in electricity, right? The, the people do chakwetiao. They want the walk to be very hot. <laughs> okay, share, right? Because they need the fire. Lift. Okay, still into introduction. So today we will, I will probably not finish it and then we finish uh, next week. Lift up your heads, wash. Again, this was shared last week. Just uh, again, because you need to be reminded, right? Uh, today, please catch the revelation, yeah? To recap from the previous study, cool. So we had cool and then rash, the last cycle. 
the last aspect of maturity where the children of God, the sons and daughters of God are learning and they want to go deeper to serving the Lord. One go deeper to be one who is filled with the fire. One go deeper where? Into the Holy of Holies to experience God, to draw nearer to Him. Not in the aspect of feeling, oh God, you are so good. That is fine. But the goodness of God will bring us to repentance in Romans. Repentance means to change our mind that today I will serve Him. My life, 100% dedicated. All my money belongs to Him. All my time belongs to Him. That is the four letters that bring us into the Holy of Holies because that is the complete holiness. The fire of His presence has consumed all our selfishness <laughs> or has consumed all our, our own self. Me and my, what I want, my rights. Do you know a servant of God? How does a servant of God become a servant of God? One of the aspects after knowing, of course, the grace, experiencing all that, or even may not even experience. Somehow, the fire of God touched. And then, we, we realize in a split second, I have no more rights to myself. I have no more rights to my finances. I have no more rights to the children that God gave me, the family that I have. I have no more rights as a human being. That's what Paul says. I've become a slave of Jesus Christ. And a slave is one who has no rights. And until that aspect, okay, God will deal with us, right? If you are called and are chosen or you want to serve the Lord. You may not have it yet, step by step. Okay, if you need the step. <laughs> if not, just go right in. If you get the revelation, just say, Lord, give me the revelation of how to see that I'm your slave, that I want to give my life as a slave of Jesus, as a prisoner of the Lord, and you help to work it out. God will work it out. You will become that man and woman of God. Extend the lowest, extends down to the physical, giving us potential access to the lament, the tallest letter, providing access to the first level of holiness. So remember, it is I shared earlier, just to remind in case you forget, this is not about trying to be more holy. All right, this is talking about you willing to get into the place where Moses was standing on. He was willing to meet God at God's level and listen to him. And when God speaks, he may tell you what is your commission in life. Are you willing to hear that? The children of Israel said, Moses, you go, huh? <laughs> then after he just come and tell us what to do and what not to do in order to be blessed. Not many willing to go into Mount Sinai, right? Remember, we talk about the rash, the mountain, to go up higher. And you go up higher, it's very dangerous for your flesh <laughs> because your flesh will be consumed. Your desires will be consumed by the fire of God. All your dreams for this planet Earth will all be disappeared, be burned away in one moment you touch the holiness of God. And what is left 
is a man fully or woman fully surrendered to God and became the leader who is the one who talked to God and God talked to him. No leader has got third party one talking on their behalf. <laughs> okay, Every leader needs to talk to God and it's not the cultish talk. Huh? That means I already know God. Huh? No need the word of God. Uh, that go into cult. That's very dangerous. All right. Go into the word. When you have a picture or a vision, interpret it from the word. If you have no word, don't interpret. <laughs> because very dangerous. <laughs> okay. So that's why we need the word. And it's so beautiful. Elsa, when she received dream a vision, immediately I will, if it is from God, most of the time it is now. <laughs> then there will be a corresponding word one to that vision. Because the Holy Spirit and the Word always work together. They don't work separately. So that's why those who are very charismatic without Word is very dangerous. I see this, I see that, I see, see, see so many things, but it's not in line with God's Word. Okay? It must be in line with God's Word. God said, yeah, He will never punish us with sickness or, or, or disease or poverty anymore. So if you have a vision that that person will die <laughs> soon of sickness, it's not of God. Even if, if it is, it's for you to pray against it. Okay? Because God's word say it is through Christ he has redeemed us from the curse of the law, which is all these uh, curses, and he has blessed us and saved us from these curses. Blessing is in our life. Health is in our life today in Christ. Okay? But that authority and that right comes from his word. So the kuf is a level level of holiness where we say, I want to, to come and commune with you and listen to what you have to say. Listen for your instruction and let your fire, your holiness, burn away all that is of the flesh inside me. Uh, this is the part where not many people want to go in because God I don't want I don't want you to I don't want to uh, preach the gospel I don't want to you know be one who uh, have to study the word of God <laughs> can I oh, got any quick way or not let me drink uh, a shake <laughs> you know and all the protein can go in don't have okay spiritually no shake <laughs> spiritually word by word because God's word every word every letter has its own use has its own uh, purpose right to accomplish in our lives we have to eat one letter at a time one word at a time okay but that is why people say i don't want to go to god after god tell me you know to go to africa <laughs> some people also got say like that ah yeah say that is where they are not willing to go through the last stage of maturity the only one blessing blessing okay don't ask me to surrender my life. That part very dangerous. So not many willing to go there. Actually, it's the most beautiful place. The Holy of Holies. The last four letters. Right? To go into understanding Jesus as your righteousness. The Sadiq. Then your holiness. Jesus as your holiness. And today, the Shin, which is also in Yahshua's name. Jesus' name. That's why when we call on Yahshua or Jesus, what happened? Salvation takes place. The, the sin has been burned away because the fire in Jesus' name 
That's why his name is above every name. And there's power in his name because of the shin. Inside there, the shin burns away the sin, burns away the sickness, burns away the disease or the pain and the poverty. <clears throat> so, holy, holy, okay, we're ascending the va, representing, okay, you have the voice, the sound, and then the kodesh, which is the sparks of holiness. The more we spend our time in the word of God, we are being transformed by that holiness. We don't want to sin anymore. We don't want to disobey God anymore. The more you read that word, the power in God's word bring forth a holiness that is not by our human effort. It's that I keep on dwelling in God's word. In his presence, that means you're coming into the Holy of Holies. And the word, Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Not the one that I have to do Bible reading. Huh? Five minutes. Okay, done. <laughs> That one, if you are in the uh, olden days, old covenant, you will be strike that already. You go into the Holy of Holies. <laughs> but today, because of the grace of God, even you do that to God, it's so good he didn't do any, didn't punish us. That one, you hardly hear anything, how to be transformed. You know, it needs time to be burned also, right? See, in the fire, the longer you are inside the fire, the more changes take place. So that's why we want gold to be fully refined you take, you put the gold bar or whatever into the fire longer, right? So if our life will be transformed by the Holy Spirit, we go into the presence of God longer, not giving God, okay, I only have five minutes to spare. <laughs> then God said, you better just don't need the five minutes, <laughs> wasting time, <laughs> all right? You just go, if you need the five minutes, you just take it. But you're really serious, you say, Lord, I want to, Come into your presence and be transformed. You see, Romans 12. What does it mean by the living sacrifice? It's by offering your time, your body, your body that say, yeah, I my body needs to eat. <laughs> my body needs to see Facebook. <laughs> Need to click already. <gasps> the addiction there. Oh, if I don't go into Facebook. So how, how to go into Last, the presence of God, where He says, "Let the renewal of the word you will be transformed." It takes some time in the presence of God to be soaked in His word, and to say, "I give my eyes to you, I give my ears to you, I give my time to you. This time, speak to me, transform me, let me behold you." You know the prayer of the psalmist when he go to the word of God is, it's not a prayer that we quickly say. And then expect miracles to happen. It says, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. That means my spiritual eyes. So you want to see a movie? It also takes at least half an hour, right? So if you want to behold wondrous things, spiritual, see spiritual things, how much time do we give to God? Is he going to do those movie very fast one? <laughs> Two seconds, he will show you from eternity what your life is like, like the fortune teller. No, right? We want to see the, the movie, the wondrous things out of his law. It's like willing to give the time that you, you want to watch a movie, maybe half an hour, one hour, giving it to God. That is the entry into this last part of the four letters. Are we willing to do it? 
if you are, you will be transformed. You will receive revelation. You will come out different, right? Because the fire, holiness of God will consume you. That is the what we want. That it was, I believe that's the most, that's when we say your word is more precious than silver or gold or than uh, a movie or, or what. That is precious to us. That's what it means. So the word of God is not just simply something that we say and feel nice about. It's something real and powerful. Okay, the top of Jacob's ladder. So yeah, last week I shared, look at this beautiful Jacob's story of Jacob's ladder. I don't think we can even get into the letter sheet. Has these two letters, this, this, this rabbi had this revelation and I, I really like it. The bottom is the, is, is the ladder. Ladder, what did Jacob see? Anyone can remember Jacob's vision, Jacob's ladder? See angels going up and down. Okay, first you see a ladder. <laughs> okay, so must start from the beginning. <laughs> Otherwise, they don't see the connection. Okay, <coughs> so he was sleeping. I had this vision. There was this ladder that was connecting two realms. The physical realm, earth and heaven. That's why we need to catch this. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> okay, there is this physical realm that where you are staying, your room, your house, the physical one. This is called earth. Okay, all, all of you are in earth on earth now. <laughs> Anyone not on earth? <laughs> Everyone is on earth, right? So we are in this physical realm. So Jacob's physical body is in the physical realm on this earth. And he saw this ladder that was all the way up to heaven, which is the spiritual realm. Okay, so remember, two realms only in this world. Do not just walk in this physical realm. We are spirit being inside walking on this physical realm, but that's why we are called ambassadors. We are born again from above. We're born again from above is a very important revelation and should continue all through our life that we are not from this earth. We are from above. So here, Jacob had this vision of the two realms, the earthly physical realm that he's resting on, lying down, and the ladder, of course, today, that ladder is Jesus, right? The bridge, right? To connect us to the spiritual realm. God is opening him to the spiritual realm, and which is from learning God's word, even the Hebrew letters, more and more may our spiritual ayin and eyes be open to that realm that you want to live in, okay? You desire, you hunger more than your necessary food. To, and that is all revealed from God's word, okay? So you have the kuf, which is going down. The letter, the kuf make up of a letter resh and a letter va or zayin can be either. That goes down into this earth. And as it goes up the ladder to the spiritual realm, it is the letter Lamed. Okay, so we need, we have been made holy and righteous by Jesus already in a split second. 
our spirit man has been made righteous and made holy. But how to attain the experiential holiness where we, our lives, we, people see you, they see the holiness of God. Okay? None of us have attained that 100%. Even Paul says, I'm, but I'm, I'm pressing for it. Yeah, I'm moving towards more. You're going up higher. Don't go down more into the earthly realm. <laughs> okay. We climb this ladder. Not it's, it's not speaking about the other one, about human effort. All right. Trying to be good. This is different. This is about reaching the experiential realm of the God's holiness, God's presence. Okay. So from the Lamed, we go up, up, up into learning and teaching. The, through the teaching of God's word, of his word. Teaching from where? God's word, uh-huh. Okay? God's word. The revelation word, right? Not the head knowledge type. We go further and further. So every time you hear God's word or you do meditation and confession, it's to bring you closer. The word is to bring you closer to him. Closer to understand that I can trust God. He is real. I'm not afraid of giving my money to him. Because he is real. So that is the presence of God. You don't, do you think in the tabernacle, they dare to enter this place of the Holy of Holies? First, from the outer court to the inner court, also they need to have bring their sacrifices, their burnt offerings and so forth. And then wash with the, 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 the labor, all right? With the, the burning. And then the last part, nobody can go in, <laughs> which is the Holy of Holies. Meaning what? If they go in, they'll die because of sin. But what does it mean? Today, it just doesn't mean that, okay, today we, we can do whatever we want and everything and then we still won't be punished. Yes, we won't be punished. At least we have been redeemed from hell. But it is entering in this place and saying, God, I want to come in, learn of you that you... It becomes so real. Either we live or we die. <laughs> Either live or die. That's what Esther said, right? I will obey you. I will go in to see the king. If I die, I die. Isn't that what uh, Queen Esther said in the Bible? That means there is a place of really caught in the reality of God. I die. When you see God, your old man just automatically, your old selfishness, your dreams all disappear. You don't even have to lay it down. You see him, all your our selfish desires, all our dreams of the, uh, whatever, no more. Consumed by his presence. And that is when you go deeper into the world. In your own time and listening to him. In your own time, as he leads you to the world you automatically compelled by the Spirit of God and, it's, and God keep on speaking to you. You don't want to live your life meaningless anymore or selfishly anymore. It's the Holy Spirit through the Word of God that does this work in the early days of uh, the temple, the tabernacle, where they either die or they will die. It's too holy. But today, this holiness of God in his word, that we spend that time with him, will change us. 
it's not our it's, it will not will actually kill you yeah it will kill your old man oh? <laughs> so last time it was kill the whole person die but if you choose to go to god's word like that go to him like that through his word you actually die you no longer feel a meaning of life living for yourself there's no more purpose in living the life that we live that's why in that place many become out serving the lord full time full heart because they encounter god in the word god will know which word to speak to you and that word when i encountered the word of god how did i choose to serve the lord at 10 years old 12 years old it was an encounter with god's word every time i read the word the word speak to me that there's no purpose in life until except living for jesus and his word burn away every desire of mine that is so natural from this world right the parents tell you go and get a job and then make sure you earn a lot of blah 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 nothing wrong with that but when you encounter god in this holy place of holy of holies through the word he will know what word to speak to you rebecca that will when you come out from that presence of god into his word this is christ you find there's no more purpose other than serving him obeying him trusting him and living for jesus that's what happens in the holy of holies when one person would go in yeah again ascending the ladder i won't go into shin okay so this will be the last slide because i think the holy spirit move more in preaching today <laughs> yeah may the word touch your heart ascending the ladder so when we go into the word and into communion with him and you say lord i want to go into the word into the holy of holies and let you speak to me holy spirit i don't care what time i don't care if it's from 12 o'clock until morning i don't care i'm i want to go into that righteousness the sadiq the coup, the rash, the shin. And you ascend that ladder and go into the fire, the wheel within, within the wheel, where time stops. You don't bring a clock there. <laughs> okay. Don't bring your clock and say, okay, Lord, I only give you 10 minutes or the most half an hour. You don't speak to me in half an hour. Huh? <laughs> I've got to go already. <laughs> <laughs> can we put that limit to god this is the wheel within the wheel the spiritual the physical go into the spiritual and let the wheel take us let the holy spirit who is timeless beyond time and space lead you into that wonderful fellowship where god speaks to you where you see from the spirit god's plan and purpose for you for eternity, for the people of this world, for humanity. And your heart and your spirit cry out, Lord, I want to be part of this. I don't want to be part of this world. I want to be in the wheel. The wheel is moving on. It is part of the throne room in Ezekiel's vision, as well as in the throne room in uh, uh, 
revelation. And here is where God moved us, coming out from the physical realm into the spiritual realm. And when we come out, we bring that fire of God. And nothing fills us. Nothing can satisfy you more than preaching His word, than saving souls, than ministering the love of Jesus. Nothing will satisfy you. Have you heard this word before? Nothing will satisfy me. But in reality, a lot of things satisfy you, right? <laughs> but if you will go into this will of God and let him take over your desires, take over your dependence on this physical world, our dependence on money, our dependence on ourselves, our own abilities. Let him remove that in his presence. Let the fire of God consume it all. And when you come out from that presence of God, that's why sometimes this is also the place of where the anointing of God may come in, but it's basically mainly the word of God. Because I we can even get it just from the word. I was not baptized in the Holy Spirit at 10 or 12. Or I was only baptized at 20 plus. But yet, I knew just from the word in a growing up in gospel hall, where they taught the word, the word consumed my heart. That I knew that nothing is, can satisfy me. I was looking for something more because they didn't have the Holy baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's why I wanted something more and I cried out to God for the Holy Spirit whom I don't know anything about. But I knew that my life has no purpose if it is not serving the Lord. If it is not, you know, by that time, of course, I don't know how, how to serve God or anything. I was just a teenager. But it was the consuming power of God's will that kept burning inside to seek for my purpose in this life. And later on, I found it when I came to KL and got baptized in the Spirit. Everything became clear. That's why that's when I read Ezekiel and Ezekiel, God gave me this word of the will within the wheels and of the watchman. Ezekiel, I think 3 verse 24. Is the, the ministry of the watchman and the prophetic and the will. But of, it, of course, it moved through time, right? And through a lot of uh, challenges in life and dealings with God. But the thing is, I'm telling you, when God has called you and you have responded and you spend more time in the word alone with God in the Holy of Holies, this is what will happen to you. You will find all your dreams disappeared already. All that you wanted to have in this world, no more. It's gone. There's nothing satisfying you until you move into serving the Lord. All right. So this is the describe our ability to connect with the spiritual while still being in the physical. So beautiful. There's no nothing that can obstruct God from touching any human being here now who wants to go into the Holy of Holies, into the fire. Okay, seven represent the feast and the day cycle. God wants to make appointment with every one of you. A personal appointment every day. Not by a lawful way, I have to do quiet time. Not that one. But a hunger in your spirit that he says, that he said, I want, I want to get into the 
holy of holies into the fire, the spirit where time ceases to exist. We're not conscious of time. And of course, you have to set that appointment also because we have to go to work. So don't go seeking God. Like, you know, 7.30, you have to leave for office and then 7 o'clock or 7.15, you say, God, can I come into the Holy of Holies? <laughs> then you cannot because you still have to go through the earthly things. So do it in a time when you are not in a rush, but you can sacrifice sleep or something else that we use our time for. So that when it's finished, you know, not necessarily God will take all your time or all the time. It's your heart that draws the Spirit of God to come and meet with you and take away all the things that are, all the temptations of this world, all, all the things that take us from our high calling in Christ. Remember, it is not about you, whether you are good enough or not. It's all about your heart. Any person, whoever you are, who hear this word, because that's how God called you. When you hear this calling inside your heart, drawing you to God, to his word, and you respond, he will come and meet with you at this appointed time. Allowing the sparks of holiness to come upon you and you come out holy with God's holiness and you don't want anything of this world anymore. The letter Rash, part of the coup, ascends the Lamed to connect with the Kodesh and bring down the Shin. You see, the Rash now, Jesus, you're acknowledging Jesus as the Rash, as the head of your life. Okay? And then he will lead you to where? To the holiness of God. Jesus don't lead us anywhere. He don't lead you, lead you to visit Disneyland. Now, nothing wrong with Disneyland, but he won't lead you there. He will lead you into the presence of the Father from through the Word. Okay? And there, you, you meet the letter Ku, the holiness of God. And the letter Lamed, the Holy Spirit will teach you something, will talk to you something about God and your, probably your destiny. And bring down, how does he do the transformation? The chin. <laughs> you enter into the holiness, the fire of God, because God is a consuming fire. And he consumes everything in you that is of the flesh through a spoken word. God just needs to speak one word to me during that time I was baptized in the Holy Spirit in Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 24. And it consumed my whole life. It says that go in into shut the door behind you. That's an easy kill. Shut the door behind Go in, shut the door behind you. And I said, when I speak to you, your mouth will open and you will say, thus says the Lord. That's the first thing that I received when I had, after I came back from the, they prayed for me for baptism. I, at night already, because so at night, I say there's no harm. I still remember I was in Tar College. I was, at home, after past 12, I don't know whether next day got, got lectures or what, but I cannot sleep. It was so full with something exciting, fire like that inside. I couldn't speak in tongues yet, but there's something burning 
And I sat at my little desk, you know, we were all students in a shared house among all students. And I remember this part very, very real. I sat there with a little study table with my Bible open and I came to Ezekiel and somehow, I don't know how, I went to Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 24. And that's what God spoke to me. And then I couldn't stop reading God's word until, I don't know, I'm not conscious of time because it's nighttime. Everyone in my house sleep already. And I came to John, somewhere in John, <laughs> and then I read this verse. I have many things, I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. I was reading from New King James Version, or King James, I can't remember, I don't want. This is exactly how it is. So I, that was how many years? 50 years, 40 years ago. I remember it as if he was talking to me yesterday. That is how God speaks to you, you know? I remember it, it says, to me, it was God telling, Daddy God saying, okay, <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> I still got a lot of things to say to you, but now you can go to sleep. And after that, I go to sleep. See, it's that wonderful experience with God when you, you want to go into his breath. You are drawn right by the power of the Holy Spirit, the fire of God. Yeah, You come into his presence, the fire will consume you. It will start talking to you. Sometimes you may see visions. I didn't see vision, but I, it was the word of God. As if God was talking to me. It's funny, right? It was late. I wanted to go on reading, reading, reading. And then he gave me this verse. I got many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. So I said, okay, close Bible, sleep. Very late. It was early hours of the morning. See, this is the wonderful fellowship that you can have with Jesus, with Jesus, that no man can satisfy that kind of desire inside your heart, that God put it there. The ideal condition to make contact is when at an appointed time on a seven-day cycle. So this is appointed time. Yahweh made appointments when we align ourselves with these times. Okay, so this is the heap for the Jews. They have these times where God come and meet with them. Today, we don't have to wait and set a day. Of course, that is the Sabbath day, right? For work, for we all still on this earth, we will set that day, Saturday, Sunday, appointed time to learn His word. But every day, have an appointed time with the Lord. Go deeper and deeper into the Holy of Holies, into the word of God. Yeah, and He will show you. He will speak to you. And he will change you totally you access into the presence of god the holiness of god okay amen your mind connect beyond it it is infinity remember the letter had the doorway is also it is also the letter of infirmity inverted right the eight lying down where your body is still present in the physical so we move from the physical. The only way to move from the physical into the spiritual is in the presence of God in His Word. There's no other way. It's not into chanting or just go into deep meditation. You know, our meditation is not like that one. Huh? It's not that cross your leg and then uh, blank your mind. That is demonic. Okay? That is demonic meditation of religion where you blank your mind. Our meditation is taking the word of God and just speak it out aloud and see what the word of God is saying. See the pictures. But 
this part where we connect into the spiritual is just very simple. It's the living word of God. Your eyes can still be open and the word of God is God. Word of God means God speaking, right? God, word God, of God, God speaking the word will speak direct into your spirit. And that's it. You come out, you say, God spoke to me. No need to think again. Did God speak to me? What did God say? Uh? You just come out and say, God spoke to me. <laughs> and what did, how did he speak to you? Through the word, lah, the Bible. <laughs> Simple as that. And that is the experience that I encourage all of you to go into. Right? With your God. And you come out with the, with the smell of the holiness <laughs> of Jesus. That's the fragrance today that we carry. Amen? So, I'll stop here, okay? Because I cannot go into the shin, right? That's how the Holy Spirit lead. Anyway, we will go into the shin uh, next Saturday. Yeah, but today I trust and believe that God, Holy Spirit has a purpose, yeah? To uh, speak to, to you all uh, this way, yeah? And may you catch a fresh revelation of the Hebrew letters. And as we go into tomorrow, uh, next week, the last two letters, May you already go inside first. <laughs> Otherwise, it means nothing to you. <laughs> okay, put it into practice. Right, going into this, the heavenly realm, connected by the ladder of Jesus Christ. Go through that doorway. Go through the coop. Enter the holy of holies, and the lamet of God's word, the teaching where the shepherd is. He will guide you. He will speak to you, and you can come forth. When tomorrow, next week we learn the chin. You already have experienced God speaking to you, that holiness of God, done by the power of His, of His Word and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go for it. If there's anything you want to go for, go into the that place where God speaks and everything else stands still. Everything stands still. Amen. God speak as I said that word. The first word to after Holy Spirit baptized me is still there. The image is still there. The presence of God from the word. Then that is, I was in my 20s today, 60s, so 40 years ago. <laughs> Normally we'll forget things. Uh, last week also forgot already, right? <laughs> but God's word is spirit and it's life. And when he speaks to you like that, nothing can take it away from you. And you will walk into your God-given destiny. Which is the only thing that we live for. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. We live for him first. And then when death comes, it is gain. It's profit. Because all the mansions are there. All the crowns are there. All the rewards are there for eternity. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> 